0: Log Talk Radio.
1: This is Jay Lethal, the undisputed champion of the wrestling world. This is John Solomon. This is Michael Thompson talking to phenomenal
2: AJ Styles. Psycho Killer from Office Champa. This is Matt Blair. Thank you for listening to Sportscast
0: Radio. Sportscast Radio. Welcome to Sportscast Radio.
3: What is up ladies and gentlemen, oh I see my co-host has
4: arrived, what's going on Jordan? I'm not always there when you call but I'm always on time
3: <laughs> I, uh, with, with that being said,
4: uh, there's been no
3: show prep tonight so we are just going to have another hodgepodge, <laughs> I can't That's
4: wait I feel I feel like it, as if this summer is not going to be all about it anyway. I mean, I think we could talk a little more LeBron James, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a little quiet Leonard. You oh know, my maybe we could God! See some baseball in here. Uh, I you have know, been. We could, talk, we could touch some of your World Cup shout outs to my guy yes. Ochoa. Shot shout outs to remember I was saying that that goalkeeper from from Mexico and what he do. Yeah, man, we go we gonna talk that stuff tonight. We have a good show.
3: <laughs> hey. All I got to say is uh when I when I told you my pick to win the World Cup after what we saw today. Well, my thought is Belgium coming at them three nothing. Romelu Lukaku
4: getting two goals. Oh yeah, they're going to they're going they're going hard, man. They're going hard. I can't wait. What about that Ronaldo fellow? Apparently, he's pretty good at the soccer.
3: Yeah. Yeah, is is that Randall's favorite, the Bobby Lashley's? I like the Bobby Lashley's. Maybe he'll call and be like, I like the Ronaldos, too, the, with the Bobby the Lashley's.
4: The Ronaldos is very good. Uh, he The way he kicks the ball in the nets uh, is, is definitely is, is, uh, is stupendous.
3: <laughs> I'm waiting for uh, Ronald, or Randall to call in and say, I like him in that match with the Sammy Callahans.
4: Like, okay, well, thank you,
3: Ronald. <laughs> we got a lot of fun tonight. I can't wait, though. Yeah, I mean, I've been... I've been clamoring for this, and ironically, Alex needed to switch days with WrestleCast and this, so the fact that we're rocking this right away to start the week is even better because after that that breaking news I sent you guys that I saw last, I think it was Wednesday, all the gears have just been turning, and I cannot wait to it, but before we turn our attention to the Los Angeles Lakers and what could be going down in free agency... We're gonna take a commercial break real quick. Knock the first one out the park because we're going to another LA team. It's AFC West time, Jordan. We're talking oh. LA
4: Chargers. Whoa! Get <laughs> they Aren't they from San Diego? No, nope, no, nope, they're they're LA. They're they're trying they're
3: trying to not be the Clippers to the Lakers with the Rams there in LA. Okay, I, I mean I was
4: gonna say so. right now it's tough because the Rams Rams are definitely running. Running <laughs> the show right now, so so hey, I can't wait. I can't wait to talk. This is gonna be good. We got a good preview. We got we
3: got uh, uh, Mister uh, Mister Matthew Pagels coming back. He, we've uh we've had him on before. I can't wait to talk him from Bolt Beat. We'll break. Come right back. We're talking charges. Don't go away. Sportscast Radio. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate. Baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company. And I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with sportscasts. If you like movies, the pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip hop, the Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and add more. We are Strong Style.
0: Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate.
1: You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of the pop culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on BlogtalkRadio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop art Archives on Blog Talk Radio, Search Bar, StrongStyle Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at StrongStyle Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing third party background check for drivers, 24 7 trust and safety team, critical response line. All right, Lists, you can play at this game. What if we had. A safe word. What about Boba? No, but if you actually wanted Boba, it's gotta
0: be more exotic.
4: What's your wife's name?
0: Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. take this and dig it deep. What if
1: I had the power to gather all of my favorite MCs with the illest comic book characters and they became arch enemies? Inconceivable, unbelievable, yet as wild as it seems, the Emperor and Stan Lee were coach the two opposing teams. Keep it clean, no bats, no gas guns, or interference. Comic book characters would go head up with raw lyrics, now i take Whoever might be on break from doing tours and have them sign up for the last Emperor's secret war.
3: Broadcast sure, Radio rocking back at you, Matt, you with us? Hey, what's up, brother? Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah. How
3: we doing, man? Good talking again. How you been? Good, brother. Same old stuff. How you been? Okay. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get into this Los Angeles Chargers talking preview. I mean, last year I think uh, I think it was Travis was on from your guys' site, and half the time every single one of us continued to use San Diego instead of L.A. Is it more common this year to finally stop saying San Diego? I think uh, I
2: haven't used San Diego in a while. It's unfortunate. I want to say San Diego, but I'm used to the term Los Angeles now. We're actually just saying Chargers. I'm always saying Chargers. And uh, <laughs> to, to come back to your, to your partner, to your buddy, about those LA Rams, yeah, they look good, but the Chargers are ready. They're, they're ready to rock and roll, and they're ready to take the AFC West and possibly even more with that roster.
4: Ooh. This, is be tight. this is
2: going to be tight I'm creating this. controversy already I love it
3: Hey, <laughs> anyway, anyway, You know it all starts at the top here Anthony Lynn running the show here What do you feel about your coaching staff Leading this team to that And more than the West Division See I,
2: I love Lynn And all of our fans love Lynn He's a hard-nosed coach He's very different from Mike McCoy You know the guy with the visor Who doesn't really say much And just <laughs> lets his player do whatever he wants 9-7 in his first year he has two uh, offensive, co- or offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, in, uh, Ken Wisenhunt and Gus Bradley. So those guys have experience as head coaches. They didn't really pan out for both of them, but they're so good at what they do um, as coordinators. So you saw this team in year one, brand-new head coach, different atmos- a different atmosphere in a totally different city, and they still came out 9-7. If it wasn't for a missed field goal or a blocked field goal, if you will, they would have made the playoffs. This team is talent, and with their defense, they have all the pieces in play, a good offense. And, and if you saw last year, Phil Rivers is still on point. So this, with this coach, he wants to run the ball. It wasn't as effective last year, and they kind of put the ball in Rivers' hands, and he showed that he's still playing at a high level. They got to have great pass protection up there. They added a couple pieces uh, up front in Mike Pouncey. They're going to get Forrest Lamp back. And that should help Melvin Gordon run a little bit more because he didn't really have much room to breathe.
3: But uh, th- this coach, man, he's he, it's it's good vibe. It's a good atmosphere right now. You know, and and I think those are three keys that I want to touch on, and we'll just kind of knock them out right in order. Uh, going right off, obviously that front five added some pieces. Lamp's back. You guys love Lamp, as they say. How do you feel about this O line <laughs> moving into the season?
2: Yeah, I love Lamp. You love Lamp. Everyone loves Lamp, right? But <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to get Lamp back. He, he hasn't really been cleared yet, but uh, hopefully he'll be starting to clear, or clear for the start of training camp. You get Mike Pouncey, who, who was dealing with a little bit of uh, hip injuries for the Dolphins, but he's better than what we had last year. You know, Spencer Pulley did play in every single game. I think he had the most snaps on the offensive line, but he struggled as a, as a run blocker. He was okay as a pass protector. As long as you have, you got O'Kunak there, you got Dan Feeney moving to left guard still, who took over for Matt Lawson. You got you got Pouncy in the middle. You got Lamp on the right side, and the weakest part of the line is Joe Barksdale. But he didn't allow any sacks last season. This this line it's it's very young in the interior. You got the veterans on the outside, and honestly, they can't really get any worse than what they did w- running the ball last year in terms of yards per carry. Melvin Gordon did go over thousand yards for the first time, but they got a, the the offensive line has to run block, and they're gonna. The, Lynn wants those athletic guys to pull block at the second level, and with Lamp back in there and Pouncy in there it's definitely going to be a more like stronger offensive line and more athletic.
3: Is this something to where you can see Melvin Gordon taking that, that step to the status that everybody knows he should be at. And that type of player he, he belongs in with the talent that he has. It's
2: funny you say that because, you know, I'm looking back at Gordon's stats and he's a good, he's a good player. He's, he's, I'd say he's an above-average running back. He's not. He's shown flashes of, of elite potential, like that run against the New England Patriots, and he breaks free, but he still hesitates a bit. He's got to make those one-on-one ta- uh, those one-on-one defenders. And but again, going back to that offensive line, they they weren't that that good at run blocking. They 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 were on the bottom half of football outsiders DVOA. So like, it comes down to the run blocking. If he could. You know they can open up a little bit more room for him. We'll see if we can get the Melvin Gordon from Wisconsin. Like I said, he's shown potential. He's not a bad running back. He's again, he's a
3: very good running back. But we should see more out of him, and I think uh, I think we will this season. You know, obviously one thing too when when we talk about the offensive side of the ball, you wrote about this yourself on Boltbeat.com. Fans should get excited for the new Mike Williams. Obviously, Keenan Allen stayed healthy, and we saw how big of a of a contributor he is to the offense. He's he, you know, to me, he's an upper tier wide receiver when he's playing. What is this combo receivers going to do that can help Phillip rivers get past this, just this division stage?
2: Well, it's awesome that Keenan Allen's back to who he was. I mean, he always had the talent injuries though, that kind of cost him. And basically we saw what he did last year. He's a top five receiver His route running. route running is impeccable. It's, it's, it's good to have him back, and he needs to stay healthy because you know what—that takes pressure off Mike Williams. See what he has pressure on him. He's a first-round pick last year, top-10 pick, and basically it was a shirt year because of the injuries—the back injury that cost him all training camp, and the first what was it? Four games of the season. He only played in or six games. He only played in ten games, and he finished under 100 yards and didn't score one touchdown. But he was behind the playbook. But having Keener Keenan Allen men, mentor him, you know that's that's out there right now, and. And apparently he's looked good in OTAs and minicamp. And, you know, that's, that's all we're hearing. But positive news is good news, and, and, and that's what I'm going to take from there. We'll see what more of what he can do in training camp. But I think, uh, I think he's ready to make that next step because what we saw in Clemson, he had the talent over, you know, yeah. 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns. And, and the, the guy's a good player. And I just can't wait to see him out there and, and flowing in this offense to be that Vincent Jackson-like player. You know, he doesn't have the speed maybe or or the – he needs to get a little bit more physical. But he does have that physicality and that catch radius that everyone's talking about. And he could be that big, deep threat guy that can make those catches down the field. And with Hunter Henry out, he could be another uh, – uh, he needs to be a, a big red zone target.
3: Obviously, Hunter Henry's out. I mean, that's – you know, let the cat out of the bag there. A lot of people are speculating something with Antonio Gates could and may happen. What's the tight end situation looking like? Well, right now they, you know,
2: the loss of Hunter Henry is awful. It's it, it really, you know, it's of course, it's a, an injury, a big injury to the Chargers, you know, of all teams, which usually happens. So I'm not <laughs> surprised, but, you know, but being serious, yeah, it hurts. And he was a mismatch on the field. He was a great blocker. He's getting an, an even better pass catcher. They signed Virgil Green from the Broncos to a three-year deal, but he's, he's primarily going to be used in the running game. Like I said, they want to put more emphasis in the run game, getting Pouncey, Lamp back, which is good. You know, take pressure off Rivers. It's not going to be a predictable offense. But without Henry, I personally said they need they should get Gates back. He's not like he used to be, the, you know. But he still showed a little bit of uh, what he can do the last in the last two games last year, making an impact, scoring a touchdown, you know, being useful on third downs. Uh, there's a c- other couple rookies on the team. And, again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Maybe maybe Telesco will go after uh, a player after cuts and claim off waivers. But they definitely need to do something right now. I think maybe getting Gates and having him switching it out with Virgil Green right now and one of the undrafted rookies makes sense.
3: Obviously, the catalyst to everything is Phillip Rivers. We know how good he is. We know when he has the weapons, what he can do. Year that Philip Rivers can kind of just get that monkey off his back and just really go out and be at top, you know, top three, top five quarterback that we know he is. I mean, he last. Year, I feel like he's an underrated
2: quarterback right now, just because of the fact that he finished in second and stuck in passing yards behind Tom Brady, and no one's really talking about it. He and he and mm-hmm. he and he cut down the interceptions. He led intercepts in the league in interceptions last year. And now, or, last, or the year before, and this past year, I think he had, under, uh, he had 10 or 13. It was, it was a good year for him. And the good thing about, you know, Rivers is getting up there. He might have, you know, I'd probably say three years left. He, doesn't, he hasn't been taking a lot of hits, and if he keeps that, if the offensive line keeps that up, he'll, he'll be able to last longer. But with the supporting cast that he has, and you know what, that defense that the Chargers are building under Gus Bradley – it's it's going to be good for him because he need, he's been needing that for a while and I'm, like, I'm going to go back to when the broncos won the super bowl not not that uh you know i want to talk about that but <laughs> manning had that had that defense you know he rode that defense if 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 the chargers have you know that defense right there and he's still playing at a high level with that very impactful offense they they're going to they're going to make a big playoff push
4: now, Matt, you just uh, touched uh, on the defense, and we're going to switch to that side right now. Uh, Four of the seven draft picks you had went defense here. I think that definitely sets the tone with what the team's trying to do. Uh, what do you think the, uh, Derwin James is going to do coming in out of Florida State? I, I, I still can't believe that Derwin James made it to 17. Are you, I'm still stunned right now.
2: I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't think of how he fell that far. And it's funny because it was value. And it was a need because we, we didn't re-sign Trey Boston. Again, we don't know if Derwin James is going to be playing that full-time free safety role. He might be an interchangeable safety who goes down in the box, splits off the edge. But the thing is, he could do it all. He's Gus Bradley's chess piece. And, again, with the, the other three picks after that, or with uh, Justin Jones and as the defensive tackle, you know, getting some reps, especially with Corey Lee just suspended, uh, Nwusu from USC, he'll, he'll be coming uh, as the outside linebacker. Everyone thought maybe he played the edge. He'll probably go to the edge to rush the passer, which he was you know, pretty successful at, and batting down passes on third down. But he has athleticism to drop back in coverage and, and compete with Kyle Manuel for that one linebacker spot. And the one guy that I'm really excited for, too, the, uh, he was listed as a safety but he's um, before the draft, but now he's going to be playing linebacker. It's Kaiser White. And I'm telling you, he, this guy is a hard hitter. He knows that to stop the run. He can play in coverage. This guy, again, their weakest spot on defense was linebackers and, and up in the front line, and they, and they definitely secure those positions and happen to luck out with, uh, with getting Derwin James, who basically put this defense, in my opinion, over the top.
4: Uh, defense certainly not slouching, uh, starting with that uh, that front line there. I don't know if you guys heard, but Joey Bosa, pretty good. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, him? I think he's entering, what, his fourth year in the league uh, and already throwing up some stellar numbers. Uh, do you think you got a charger for life there at this point, uh, barring any changes, or, or what, do you, what do you see going on with him?
2: Uh, Bosa is the man. Uh, it'll be his third year. He was drafted uh, in 16. He was the third uh, overall. Right. Yep, yep, you're right. Yeah. Um and basically yeah he he's already an elite lineman in this league and it's crazy just in three years I think he set the the, the record for most sacks in 20 games and just having him on that offense I'm I'm using on the defense it basically set a trend because look at Melvin Ingram Melvin Ingram always had the talent just never really had the partner in crime and now he has Bosa and he's already putting up 10 plus sacks a season and, and this pass rush duo is just incredible I honestly could say. And I'm not trying to be biased, but I think this is the best pass rushing tandem. Maybe not the best front set, best defensive line, but definitely the best tandem in the league. And I, I hope, you know, going forward, he's going to demand a lot of money, but he deserves that. And he's still a young player, 22, I believe. And this is a cornerstone of our defense. And uh, I hope he uh, stays with us for a long time.
4: Uh, I, I, you, you got me hard to, uh, to find a better tandem. I think a combined 23 sacks. Uh, and let's see if my mathematics is right. That's 144 yards loss. Thanks to those uh, sacks by those gentlemen right there. That's pretty damn good. That's a lot
2: of loss of yards right there. That's a lot. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's,
4: that can definitely swing things in your direction. Um, you know, uh, obviously it's a passing league, uh, you know, in, in your division is no different there. Uh, a lot of people are going to say that uh, your, your uh, northern rivals at this point, the, the well, now southern rivals, uh, when they go to Vegas there, the Raiders, uh, underperformed, but uh, I would say we have a big, uh, big hand in Casey Hayward there. Uh, Twenty-two deflections, I think, four interceptions. Uh, definitely uh, talk on him and his uh, efforts uh, as far as being that cornerback that can definitely shut people down.
2: I feel like a lot of people really don't un- understand how good Casey Hayward is. Maybe because the Chargers didn't make the playoffs last year. This guy's a stud. He he's arguably the number one cornerback in the league last year. I'm looking at statistics from from uh, Pro Football Focus and NFL.com, and he, he's right. He's there. He's the guy. And it's crazy that we signed him just to be a, 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 a the second guy behind Jason And Verrett. Verrett kept getting hurt, and Hayward was pushed to the number one role. And it, it's probably very painful painful for Green Bay Packers fans to hear this, but they should have never let this guy go. I loved him. I saw him out there in Green Bay. I, I was stoked when – Flesco stole him from a three-year deal. Even, they, they re-signed him. He's here for a couple more years. And it's still a, a great deal for him and the Chargers. And he really, like, he's, 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 a, he's a tone setter. And having him on one side, having now Barrett getting back. And don't forget you have Trevor Williams, who finished as a top-15 cornerback last year, undrafted at Penn State. And he was, he was a nobody a year ago. And, that, and last year, he just came out of nowhere and shined across from, from Hayward. And you got Desmond King, the rookie, another great player. This secondary right now is, is stacked. And obviously, having a great uh, uh, couple pass rushers in Ingram and Joy Bosa, so don't get, forget about Darius Filon. Having these guys, Denzel Perriman uh, healthy in the middle, this defense is stacked. And I honestly think they could be a top five defense in the league.
4: You know, they were, uh, let's see, uh, middle of the pack in regards to overall defense when it comes to yardage, but I think they're top three with the uh, uh, average points per game given up uh, with only 17. That put them behind Minnesota and Jacksonville. I think you're in good company as far as you said with that defense. Uh, Vikings. You know, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, but uh, Sorry. What's, uh, <laughs> that's all right, Ryan. I, I, all right. I, I, that's my right, hometown Tourette's went off there. I, I was going to say it. the Midwest Tourette's right there. uh, <laughs> but, uh you know, uh, it, are there any concerns that you have going into this season uh, defensively? I mean, it's, you know, the, you've, you've sold me right with your, uh, one, your enthusiasm, but, two, with the fact that the numbers don't lie. What, what do you think are the weak spots? I mean,
2: it, it, got, it has to go to kicking because of, that was the, honestly the main reason why they couldn't make the playoffs last year. Um, but they, they signed Caleb Sturgis, former Eagle, who lost his job because he got hurt that in week one of last year, but he made all those field goals. Um, Ellie, uh, Jake Elliott took over and didn't look back. But if our kicking game's good, I, I, I'd say we'd be a comfortable. Uh, but it has to be maybe – I wouldn't really find – like there's not a lot of weak spots on this team. That's why I'm excited for them. There's, there's so much depth everywhere and so much talent everywhere. It's, it's kind of a rare to see a team like this stacked up. Like your cornerbacks, you got two elite cornerbacks and depth line there. You got two elite edge rushers. You got uh, what hopes to be an elite safety in Derwin James. You have you have Phil Rivers still playing at high level. You have number one receiver. You have a number number one running back. You again uh, it probably have to be because of Hunter Henry's loss. It'd be tight end. They don't really have a pass catching tight end. And they'll probably use maybe three or four wide receiver sets because that. That area is very deep, along with Mike Williams, Allen, Tyrell Williams, and Travis Benjamin, Dylan Cantrell, Artavis Scott, those guys. But it, I'd probably have to say at this point in time and be tight end. You know,
3: it it sounds good. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I think Denver's in a, in a bad spot. I think Oakland's still in a transitional period. In Kansas, I mean Kansas City's Kansas City, but we'll see what happens with the with the quarterback change, with the rookie or second year, I guess you if you want to call him that. But I think you guys got this division. I really do, and I'm not just saying it to blow smoke up your ass because you're on the air with us. I really think that this team can win the <laughs> division. What do you What do you think this this team finishes record wise? I'm
2: saying 12 and four because I, I just think they're too they're too talented to finish below that and. Like you said, you're talking about the rest of the vision and everyone's saying, oh, the Chargers are uh, they're, they're top-notch. But they haven't really won the, I don't think they've won the AFC West since 2009 when LT was still on the team. And the last time they made the playoffs as a wild card was in 2013. So this team, as, as, as good as I'm making them out to be and as, as uh, high expectations from other you know, NFL.com analysts, everyone's talking about this team, they need to win games. They got to win in their vision. They lost Kansas City twice last year. Yeah, they got a a second year, but you're right, sort of a rookie quarterback coming in. But they still have a very talented team out there, very good coach and Andy Reid. I don't think – I think people might be sleeping on Denver a little bit. Their draft was really good. They lucked out getting Bradley Chubb at five. Um, Again, they got Case Keenum. And he's a journeyman, he only had really one good year with Vikings, but better what they had. Their, their offensive line still scares me, so I, that that's something they need to address, which they haven't yet. And and going back to Oakland, they do have talent, too, with Derek Carr to see if he can come back from injury. They got Khalil Mack on the other side. They made a couple draft picks to, to try to show up their defense, but, you know, we don't really know. There's more potential with them. Um, but, again, I, I do agree. I think the Chargers are the favorites right now, but that also scares me because they have been known to underachieve, and... And if, if the injury bug gets them, or if, if something goes uh, wrong, this team could fall apart. But I, I, I think they're going to have a good season. I think their coaching staffs going to keep them in line. I think they got the the energy, the the, the good momentum coming off last year after winning. I think it was nine of nine of their last twelve games. I could be wrong, but again, they finished nine and seven. But they're going into this season with high expectations. I think they could do it. I think they can go twelve and four and win the NCS.
3: That's what we like to hear. That's what we love to hear. Good optimism, and this is one that I, you know, I'll say that I think this is our third or fourth year of doing these previews, and I've, I've never heard more, more people give, um, what sort I'm looking for, like, like their their prediction is an accurate way that it actually sounds like last. I mean, last year we had people, everyone thought their team was going to win ten games, and. I mean, we had a, you know a gentleman from the Jets on, and I think he was like, We'll win five games or something like that I it's like, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well, what is, I, what I hate, hate <laughs> often, I hate being optimistic, but
2: this team's too good they they have they have so much talent, it's like you don't want to be pessimistic about it because you see it, but again, like as and, as much as I'm excited this team can fall
3: off. we've seen it in the past and and I mean to be fair. If you guys sweep your division, even if you go five hundred the rest of the way, that's eleven and five. I mean, it's not far fetched. I, I I truly believe with and you know Kansas City being the biggest threat. You know, people don't seem to realize losing Marcus Peters I think is a much bigger deal than they're than they're playing off. <laughs> I mean, that's a hey, huge I, I, piece. I, I, I know he was a huge piece. I agree with you there. I, I
2: can but they they've won. Right? You know, they're defending champs and. It's hard to just write that off, you know what I mean? But I can see this Chargers team kind of be like the, uh, the you know, Jacksonville Jaguars, where they kind of like no one really believed in them, but they do because their t- team had talent on the roster, and all of a sudden they come out there and they make, you know, they win. Did they win a division last year? Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. Did. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that happen for the Chargers. Look, they kind of like, they they kind of feed off their defense. That defense is so good. And the, again, the Chargers' offense has always been like the key point for them, and for Rivers, kind of holding them up for so long. But again, the supporting cast is kind of what makes me a little,
3: a little more uh, optimistic than, than years prior. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm excited. We'll we'll have to chat during the season here and keep that optimism going. Uh, before we let you go, go ahead and plug everything you got. Uh, you know, the website, the Twitter, the whole nine yards for our listeners.
2: Yeah, you could uh, you could check out our stuff on boltbeat.com. Um you can follow uh, our Twitter account, uh, BB underscore chargers. We're on Facebook as well. And you can follow me, Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W underscore pagels. Uh, it's uh, like bagels, but with a P, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love uh, it. I, I might open up four, Pagels Bagels. I keep hearing that, too. <laughs>
3: nice. Start the business. Trade market Trademark it. <laughs> hey, thanks again for coming on man. We'll, we'll, we'll chat again soon. All right. All right. Sounds good, brother. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, right. Matt, all right. Matthew Pagels,
4: coming on. Tight. What's that? that uh, I, <laughs> I do hope uh, week seven though they lose because they got my boys in England at Wembley Stadium. Titans <laughs> Chargers. Eight a.m. in the morning. Let's get some mimosas get it well in the words of bishop if you want to talk about
3: it uh one thing that i want to try to turn into a new segment but uh but jordan
4: the podium is yours for 30 seconds about that game well my thought is my thought is, oh well. My thought is, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Obviously, I'm hoping that we'll have the new Royals in there. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Meghan Markle. Uh, you know, you know, maybe saying tighten up. Uh, the Queen. You know, wearing some dapper, nice blue and uh, you know, uh, Titan crimson in there. This is gonna be tight. All right, top of the morning to you. That's Irish, but that's okay too. This is gonna be a good time to be in Wembley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And
3: ladies and gentlemen, and if you don't know, now you know. <laughs>
4: oh, that's awesome. Put me that's on this awesome. I had to, I had to really work that one, man. I was, I had to figure out name all these royals I don't even know. The only reason I know Meghan Markle is because she's super hot and she uh, was on Suits.
3: <laughs> I was, I cropped that and I was like, oh, I gotta, I want to talk to Jordan about
4: this new segment idea.
0: Oh and man, then, uh, yeah,
4: we'll 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 make some thoughts. We'll make some thoughts happen, I'm sure. <laughs> Thought it's a it's a nice little rapid fire. A la PPI yeah, yeah. or something. Oh yeah, that was uh that was definitely a yeah. quick one. Kind of like the little mailbag. Mailbag. Like I, I, I don't know. Mail <laughs> <laughs> time That's the one. Hey, how there it is? Um but uh yeah, that's that's gonna be lit, man. Chargers uh actually I, I honestly I didn't think they were that impressive but on paper I I look at that team you know if uh if Philip Rivers can stay the the wonderful athlete that he is I I see no reason why they can't be very comparable to that Denver team that won it all that's crazy and and
3: like like I said to him you, you know you got two teams that are rebuilding you know obviously the Raiders you know it's it's the first year of the Gruden experiment Patrick Mahomes is, is the quarterback now in KC. Marcus Peters is gone. They could, they could legitimately go 6-0 and and split the table and go 5-5 five five the rest of the way and still win 11 games. You know, they I'm could go their, 4
4: uh, still win 10 games. Oh, yeah. I, I'm looking at their schedule. I, I think uh, they're, the, the tough games are going to be like, uh, even though Seattle is definitely starting to hit that rebuild, it's still tough to play there um the Rams is going to be a tough one that first game against the Chiefs that might be a question but otherwise then it's just you know it's the Steelers it's uh I mean otherwise if nothing else really impresses me do they so do uh, they play the AFC North they play uh who do they play yeah they play, no, they play the AFC South so okay no, Steelers no, are no wait no AFC, AFC, yeah no wait uh no, not the not the South. I'm sorry. The, the, they don't. They've only played the Titans play in the South. Uh, AFC North, yeah, because they got Steelers, Bengals, uh, Ravens. Yeah, AFC North. And and, Cincy and
3: Cleveland should be two wins. I mean, that's that could potentially be eight wins right there. Yeah. You know, um, the Titans. I, I think you know I'm I'm coming around on them too. I think they're they're becoming a tough team, but the advantage is you're at a neutral stadium, so that helps. Um, um, they they cheer for they cheer for everybody. Go off yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they're up there just they're swinging Sweet Caroline not caring oh, about what's going on. They're happy. Shout out by the way, we'll talk about this on Russell cast, but during the Roman Reigns CM Punk or Re- Roman Reigns C M Punk, Roman Reigns Jinderville Hall match, um I, I heard uh CM Punk Chance, Delete Chance, the Elite for Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, uh Y two J oh. uh end this match boring we love beach ball. Um, you can't wrestle. There was a wave that broke out. And then at one point, the fans started interlocking arms like they're at, a, at Wembley
4: Stadium for an Anthony Joshua fight. And they all broke out into sweet Caroline. Oh, man. And the only thing that would have been made that better is if they would have did the, the Ricky Hatton thing.
3: <laughs>
0: Walking in a red
3: wonderland. <laughs> I was uh, like, this crowd is singing sweet caroline over this match oh, that's, a, that's a sign but uh before before we take our next break and get into the next batch of stuff around here i came a little prepared and i want to run this real quick before i forget i it. was
1: wondering where they're going to get another tuba player for the band
4: jordan i have two kind of two spit takes tonight do you have any spit takes for the table I definitely got something to a little talk about. I actually tweeted, uh, one word tweeted on it on the old Sports Cast Twitter.
3: Cool.
4: Well, so the first
3: one I have, um, the Milwaukee Brewers uh, brought up a reliever from the Miners named Adrian Hauser. Uh, he made his debut in the top of the eighth inning of a 10-9 loss to the Phillies on Sunday. Um, after throwing his initial warm-up tosses, um, he horked all over the pitcher's mound. Yes. Um, manager Craig Council, who we all know, Journeyman, he played on every expansion team known to mankind when they all came in. Uh, he, he came out with a water bottle, and, and Houser just, he said, I'm fine, I'm not sick. It's just, I don't, it's just nerves, I guess. Um, he threw a, four, four, uh, a few more warm tosses remaining in the game. Everything was fine. Uh, he let up a double to Phillies catcher Jorge Alfario. Uh, to open the inning, then got pinch hitter Jasmuel uh, Valentine to ground out, and then he vomited a second time all over the mound again. Oh, <laughs> oh. Downscrew it to come back and clean it up. Counsel came out one more time. The umpire did not count it as a mound visit against him, so they weren't penalized. He said, go take care of your pitcher, so kudos to the umpire. Uh, after yeah. that, he ended up letting up a run, but then he got through the inning and did not come back out for the ninth, I believe. <laughs> oh,
4: man. Yikes. That's uh, you know, yeah, that's a little – oh, man, why do you have to play the, the super spit after that one? Ugh. Oh,
0: my God, yeah. you're right. I played the no. – I just got
4: smoked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, how do you want to dig your uh, cleats into that uh, that mound after, after that inning? <laughs>
3: um, that's
4: the stuff he uses
3: on his hand for, like, the – the the pine tar for
0: the, the, <laughs> the rest go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oh,
4: yeah. man. that's gross. Uh you know, apparently uh obviously some mini camps are going underway and uh Cam Newton made an appearance at one. And I don't know if you've seen the vis- uh, the the picture of it or, or the video of it that I, I tweeted out and just put yikes. But uh apparently uh he's you know kind of looking some things over and uh some little smart alec fan says uh <laughs> says, Hey Cam can I get a fumble? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Cam, Cam gave, like, he got in his face. He didn't say anything to him. Like, he didn't, <laughs> I mean, you just got to go to the sports class Twitter and look at it. Cause he gives him like the death stare. It says, say what? Like kind of thing. Like, look like major pain uh somebody uh posted in the uh <laughs> somebody posted in the uh in the in the thread. It's pretty gross. But yeah, kids like a hey, uh he says like kinda like can I get an autograph but we're like hey uh, can let me get a, let me get a phone real quick. You know what I mean? Like it was <laughs> it was pretty ballsy. Oh.
3: oh man Um This one's pretty pretty entertaining. Um this came out uh, Monday uh, just just a few days before the World Cup had started. But um, the U.S. sporting goods giant Nike confirmed it had stopped supplying Iran's soccer team with, with cleats and gear ahead of the World Cup due to failing sanctions. Uh, the Nike sponsorship was pulled uh, four days before the World Cup kicked off of <laughs> Iran's coach uh, expressed a lot of frustration and said players get used to their sports equipment. It's not right to change them a week before such important matches. Uh, it then came out that Iranian players had responded to the decision by asking non-Iranian players on their club teams if they can loan them shoes while others had to go buy them from
4: other retail
3: stores.
4: <laughs> wow. You know, the obviously those sanctions are no joke, but man, like I, 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 I read the article myself and I saw that. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, there's a political price to be paid when it comes to, uh, you know, things that you don't expect. But, uh, yeah, they were definitely affected by, uh, obviously, the, the sanctions that brought up for, uh, for, you know, the way things, the, wor- the way the world works. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, that, do you have any more have any spit takes you want to bring to the table before
4: the giant ending? Uh, you know, I, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but we might revisit a little later if I can think about it. <laughs> In the, for, the, for
3: the lovely rookie pitcher on the Milwaukee Brewers. I just got soaked! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let Alex tell you real quick about lot of Mel Solutions take our second break of the evening. When we come back, I want to dive into the World Cup first because I feel like NBA is going to take a lot of our time. And I want to give some to that World Cup because it has been a great opening weekend. I'm excited. We're talking at SportsCast. Don't go away.
1: Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stand.
0: See my life is like a
2: movie, no rewinding. No. Killing mics like I got a license. It's just- uh, oh. My belief don't have religion, just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath, regain my power, check my feet when I'm walking. See it I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sorta clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real.
1: Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to SodaSound at StrongStyleMedia.com.
0: Enut. Enut.
2: This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I gotta tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. fifty, so I
1: use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted. To I, it. Know, I
3: know, but I'm 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 48,
2: but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang bang.
5: Oh, my.
4: Sportscast radio. The one that started it all with your host Ryan Cook and me Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything and I mean everything from baseball,
1: football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, backace, poker, sports, sports, hospitals, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field.
4: Alright, maybe not that one but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink we've got you covered. Sportscast radio.
3: Hey, little Bobby Caldwell for can't that ass.
0: I let you know. <laughs> Got to think for you, and I can't let you go. Yeah, that's tight. That's
3: tight. I, I figured yeah. with the the random tunes I usually hear from you, I I had to go a little out
4: of the box. Bro, uh, I love such, it, man. You're the first one threw me for a loop. I I, I couldn't quite place it, but the but the Bobby Caldwell, man. The first one Dang.
3: was um, oh why, why can't I I can't remember his name. It's Se- the uh, Secret Wars is the song. I don't know why I can't remember his name now. Um, I'll Google it. I'll use the Google real quick on it. Why can't I think of his name? Secret uh, Wars.
4: I, I I did I did have one more uh, spit take as far as it goes. The Last
3: Emperor. That's his name.
4: Oh okay yeah yeah. Uh, I, think, I, don't he's why a, I uh, think of it. He's, I think he's a Wu-Tang uh, cousin or something, like something weird. Yeah, he's, he's one of those like killer bees or whatever, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you know, keep track. You got uh, just, over, just over 60 hours and some change. Uh, and if you got eight grand to spend, you can own a piece of NBA Finals history. Do you want to know what that piece is? What is it? It is a game-worn jersey by one J.R. Smith from game one. <laughs> so, uh, oh
3: my god. Cur- do you think we'll buy,
4: gonna buy it. Cur- no, no. But you dream I wouldn't put it out out of Draymond Green's mind to buy it. Oh, if I was Draymond
3: Green I would do that so fast. I would buy it oh, and I'd mount
4: be- it. Oh, I'd be watching this. I yeah, like I would, I would wear it every game against LeBron, every game against J.R. Smith. Like, you, you'd see me in the locker room rocking a Cleveland jersey. It'd be, it'd be gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, over under on the current bid, keep in mind, uh, increments are increment. There's been 78 bids. There's a minimum increment of $20, and there is two days and 22 hours left before it is sold. Can you guess the current bid?
3: The starting bid was six thousand.
4: No, nope. uh, let's see. Let me see. The, the starting bid starting bid was uh, two fifty.
3: Okay, is it at six thousand or, or
4: did you give it me the answer? Po- it, I want- it, I'm going to tell you right now. It's more than six thousand. So I, I want to. I, if you can guess it, there's been a total of seventy eight bids, and uh, and and yes, eighty five hundred. Wow, you are you are close. You are within five hundred dollars actually you uh oh, wow. you'd be doing pretty good on the prices right if this was the case uh, it's at eight thousand and twenty dollars right now
3: yeah i was i
4: was thinking at eight thousand was like
3: these
4: uh these mitchell Ness authentic prices are really going up <laughs> <laughs> does it does it say if it ruins your i q wearing it? uh no no it does it, it does uh it i, I there it, it may or may not smell like uh let's see he's about that hen dog if i recall he might It may, it may or not, it may or not.
3: <laughs> do you remember back in the day on the the champion nba jerseys that had that little on the bottom right side where your hip is you could like slide your hand in, into the tag
4: where it said like 52 or 48 yeah
3: is there is there one of those where you can put the bottle of henny in as a holder
4: <laughs> there is unfortunately, I think Nike actually sews them all the way through. Ah, oh, bastards! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shout out once again to Matthew Pagels. Through that through the hashtag out there, get it trending, guys. Pagels bagels, let's make it happen. <laughs> oh man,
4: where's this thing at? I'm gonna get my.
3: I'm excited for that. Uh, World Cup kicked off Thursday, June fourteenth, and Saudi Arabia. Welcome to Russia. They got slapped. 5 to 6. They scored two goals after the 90th minute, one in the 91st and one in the 94th. Um I don't know if sustainability is is going to be a full thing for for Russia. But were you expecting that kind of a start at all?
4: Holy crap. Uh there's obviously uh something to be said about being the host country in the World Cup uh, and uh, Russia definitely uh, de- definitely put it on them. My,
3: that was, that was, I mean obviously I don't know if they're getting through Uruguay um, Egypt, maybe even with Salah could be tough but boy oh boy, Saudi Arabia uh, officially had the worst showing of this entire, uh, entire tournament. Uh, I will say though, only second The only other team that got beat by more than two goals. There was a three-goal game today, Jordan. And boy, was it beautiful as we saw Belgium defeat Panama. Dre's Mertens two minutes into the second half. After Belgium was very, very slow and stagnant the first half, they were not attacking at all. But Merton scores two minutes in, and then six minutes apart, Romelu Lukaku comes out and buries, two. They get the 3 nothing game. Uh, Thibaut Courtois uh, looked great in net. Sticking to my guns, man. I think Belgium's taking the cake.
4: Uh, they definitely got a good, uh, a good shot. I still agree with you. Uh, Group G also had a great match between England and uh, Tunisia, and uh, a particular player scored late to to win that match for him. Uh do you know what that player's name was? It was the same guy who scored in the 11th minute right at the beginning. The guy that I said about 17
3: times last week, <laughs> Mr. Harry Kane, baby. I told oh, you man. Harry Kane is the deal. I oh, so man. we're at Taco's tonight and they're replaying the game. I was like, "Oh, Jen, this this game was awesome. They got this young cat in England, uh Harry Kane." And she's like, "What the
4: hell did you just say?" I'm like, Harry Kane. <laughs> I I feel like, like I feel like any anything- when we talk England highlights, we need to get, like, one of those 70s uh, porn soundtracks where it's just like, wow, 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 Like, and Harry Kane goes up, <laughs> drives towards, centers, kicks, go. <laughs> Here's
3: the best part. Is she, she took it not in that way. She starts laughing. I'm like, what is so funny? Why does everyone laugh when I say Harry Kane? She's like, is this nickname the Hurricane? I'm like, ah, oh, that's uh, kind of funny.
4: she See dad joked it. Okay. Yeah, right. I was expecting
3: right. caught me off
4: guard. Yeah, Usually I know that?
3: what the dad so much. Yeah.
4: I know who wears the pants in that family.
3: <laughs> um some surprises. Obviously Brazil gets the early lead. Uh, Coutinho scores, but then Switzerland ties the game and goes to a draw. And then obviously we saw the game before the Brazil game Lozano, the 35th minute, Mexico one nothing over the defending champions. Is, is Brazil tying the Swiss and Germany losing to Mexico? Now, mind you, I had, I had a lot more confidence, I think, than you did in Mexico in this tournament. Um, and I feel like I was a little under on Switzerland. I was, I was kind of down on them. But the fact that the teams that played for the World Cup four years ago not winning those games that are gimme games. Do you think this could come back and haunt them?
4: Uh, absolutely. Oh, I, this this could be a match that uh, that that definitely haunts Germany. Uh, I, uh, that's what the last time they've uh, ever lost their opening match. Uh, Nineteen eighty two. I mean, I wasn't even born yet. Wow. You know, uh, that's, wow. that's the first time they lost their opening World Cup match. Uh, uh stat though, they did they did go on to reach the final that year but did not win it. Obviously Germany still
3: plays South Korea, who they should beat. And then Sweden, who got the victory over South Korea, uh, one to nothing. Also have have left the place. It'll be interesting. Brazil has Serbia who who won their initial game over Croatia. Uh or um uh, Costa Rica, excuse me. Um, Croatia though it did send home one of their players, one of their one of their studs because uh, he didn't want to come off the bench because of his back injury. So they said go home. Devil was like, surprised yeah. about that. That's pretty rough. Uh, Kalinic uh, gets sent home. That's that's their big striker too, Nikola Kalinic. Um, he got sent home due due to an injury, but it was just a little a little weird that he refused to come in the game and they sent him home. Maybe they're trying to make him look good. They still beat. Uh, they still went on to beat Nigeria two to nothing in their first game anyway uh, so they, I mean they did just fine, but I mean they also played lesser talent. They do still have to play uh the obvious tough team in argentina argentina the argentinians that 's what I was trying to say uh, was, <laughs> um, but they also go to a draw with Iceland, which blew my mind um. Yeah. Obviously, the, there's a big one that we're going to talk about in just a moment here. Another draw that happened. Uh, the two powerhouses of Portugal and Spain, which we saw have the tie. But, you know, everybody everybody wants to continue to compare Messi and Ronaldo. And Messi doesn't do anything, not near the scoreship. Sergio Aguayo gets that goal for Argentina. But we saw, you know, Spain was tough. Uh, Costa had two goals. Nacho got another one. But then Cristiano Ronaldo comes and gets a hat-trick. He scores in the in the 88th minute to tie the game. You know, Argentina and Portugal both get draws in their first games. But Portugal battles back to score three against a tough Spain team that is a favorite to win this thing, whereas Argentina struggles against Iceland. Does this help Ronaldo's cause, putting that hat-trick in against a team like Spain, whereas Messi Absolutely. couldn't even really get anything on the board?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely, it does. Uh, also, coming off the, uh, the fact that uh, Ronaldo is sentenced to two years in uh, prison, but obviously will not serve it because of the way their country runs their, uh, their, uh, their first defense uh, program there. If it's under two years, uh, you can just get probation for nonviolent crimes. Uh, I think it was a tax evasion or tax deal that he had uh, going on with him. So I think he was also what celebrating was that that, uh, that victory. What's that? Is that the fat Brazilian Ronaldo? I thought it was the other Ronaldo. I, I, I'm almost. Wow. I, I'm almost certain that it's pretty Ronaldo. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it is pretty Ronaldo.
3: For some reason, yeah. Here we go. Expect sixteen point four million pound fine.
4: Yeah, that's like uh, that's like twenty million dollars, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. Agreed to pay almost nineteen million total to avoid prison sentence. He's like, whatever. I probably make uh, like five
4: hundred million a year anyway, or whatever. Some yeah. Crazy. He's. He's not hurting as long as he, keep, as long as he pays him this time. Um, like he's yeah. paying a ticket. <laughs> right. Uh, that was okay. not sanctioned. Um, but yeah, no, you know, again, you know, he uh, his 51st career hat trick. Um, I think he set another crazy record with like, as far as goals in the world cup, um, the guy is pretty damn good. And, 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 and I think this only solidifies his legacy. If he can take him out of this group and get a good showing here, uh, obviously it'll do wonders. Um, you know, I'm sure he would love to bring that uh, that really weird trophy home uh, to, to Portugal. What's it called?
3: Are you talking about the MVP, the Ballon d'Or?
4: No, 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 that, not that one. I'm talking about the uh, the, the other the other bit the uh, the actual trophy. The World Cup trophy. Yeah, it has a name, and I don't know what it is.
3: thought uh, sure because the, the rookie or the MVP is like the weirdest uh, weirdest name. Uh, with the it it ball, like,
4: it's like the golden boot, isn't it?
3: Uh, the golden boot is for the the most goal scorer, I believe.
4: Oh,
0: well, that's um, fun.
3: yeah. I thought the golden boot was whoever got the most goal. The golden ball, I believe, is for the best player. And then the golden glove goes to the goaltender or goalkeeper or whatever you want to call it.
4: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, golden boots for scorer. All right, all right. Well, or you can call weird. it the Golden Shoe, as it says here on the, the wiki.
4: The old wiki, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> wiki, wiki, wiki. Now, obviously, like, we don't like. I
4: like, so I like the last boot better. Hmm. What 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 did you call it? The the Baloney the what? The Balloon d'or The Baloney. All right.
0: Bologna bologna. d'or
4: All right. So he's got a baloney d'or already because he got it in 2016. Um, he doesn't, um, so he doesn't have a, a, a golden, a
3: golden ball. But Lino Messi took it in 14. Thomas Mueller got first runner up and Arjen Robben got second runner up. 2010, it was Forlan, uh, Sneeder and David Vila. And then in 06 in Germany, it was Zinedine Zidane, uh, Cannavaro. And then Andrea Pirlo. Oliver Kahn in twenty. 2002. That was when uh, we made the U.S. made to the final eight, and Oliver Kahn was like John
4: Sebastian Jaguar that year. Hmm. You you've been slaying the Jaguar uh, references over the last uh, month and a half. I, I think you <laughs> gotta, we gotta we gotta retire your hockey references at some point uh, until uh, until maybe preseason uh, officially starts underway.
3: You know, it, it it's it's hard not to because it's still a <laughs> remarkable playoff like. People don't you know, everyone complains about well LeBron James should win MVP of the playoffs this year. I don't think if they put into context what Jaguar did that oh three oh four season or whatever it was or oh seven oh eight or whatever year, I can't remember what year it was. But that was in, it was incredible. I mean when the, the dude let up one goal in an entire series at, in the conference finals. Like that just that just doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean it was incredible. It was incredible. You know, and, and then Scott Stevens <laughs> annihilated Paul Correa in the playoffs, and that became a rotating meme everywhere of death. Uh,
4: you get a golden ball for the best player is what it is. Yep. For, yeah, that's math.
3: <laughs> um, Gresman scores for France As we kind of expected France won their game against Australia 2-1 uh, Modric got one on a penalty for Croatia In that game we talked about earlier uh, Denmark got a victory over Peru um, It's It's been an interesting World Cup going I've enjoyed it I've gotten to see some of it And what I've watched I've really liked Obviously tomorrow Colombia-Japan uh, Poland and Senegal And then Russia taking on Egypt In the uh, the, the Those will be those teams first uh, second game Or right, they're the first teams To play uh, their second game So that should be interesting Wednesday we get Uruguay and, and Saudi Arabia Iran and Spain And then we get Portugal After that Ronaldo game uh, Against Morocco Which should be fun to see what happens um, I feel like this is where Portugal and Spain run the table I don't see Iran or Morocco doing any damage to the two of them. They both get those wins. They'll both be tied out at seven. Uh, Obviously the rest of the teams are at the mercy of just their first game they played and it won't matter otherwise.
4: But yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun little world cup to start. Yeah. Yeah. No, not bad at all. Um, nothing too crazy. I mean, you know, the Mexico game being probably the ultimate surprise as far as it goes. Um, not as many, uh, absurd upsets, uh, just yet. We still obviously a, uh, you know, group H I think goes, uh, tomorrow morning here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a fun go.
3: Yeah. Uh, before the Russia Egypt game at one o'clock, we'll be a third of the way done already with the, uh, with the, 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 the table round. So, I mean, it's, it's moving guys. I mean, we're already five days in six days in and it's, it's exciting. I I'm, I love it. I'm I'm a big fan of the World Cup. I I can't wait to keep watching it.
0: Um,
3: I I I still think Belgium looks very good. They took that whole first half off and just kind of felt out Panama. Panama has this is their first trip to the World Cup, and they had a couple chances early with the Bruin centering a couple to Lukaku that didn't get in. Um, but that second half they showed their superiority. I mean that. That that kick from Murtis was I mean, halfway outside of the box to the out of bounds. I mean, it was it was so far. And he just kinda he watches this ball just kind of fall at him and literally you can watch his eyes from this from this hard camera you play as he just stares this thing down as he punts it just like a line drive. And he and he he couldn't have put it under the bar any prettier. I mean they call it no chance. And once that happened and they saw what they could do against him then Lukaku just started to expose them like I said 69th minute, 75th minute got 2-6 goals six, 6 minutes apart. And then they kind of just coasted as they went home in the final 15, but Belgium looks very very tough. But it'll be interesting to see if the home country Russians can capitalize off of game 1. Does any of these games change any of your thoughts about who's who is going to be playing for the championship?
4: Uh if Mexico can run off this uh this uh momentum off of the the obviously the the big win um yeah i think i think mexico could be a player uh, they they do have a good team they 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 hold back play defense like nobody's business and their counter is so strong um and if ochoa can be in net like he was uh there uh he's going to be uh, again somebody worth uh cheering for uh in obviously a country with a um with a lot of spotlight on them for for many good reasons uh as far as the soccer goes, but obviously uh, some of the, the social aspects, it'll be a good win for, uh, for the people of Mexico.
3: You know, the one thing, too, that I, that I find interesting is if Mexico can run out these, these games and finish ahead of Germany, Germany now, instead of getting one of these second place teams in those divisions, um, in those groups, now they got to play a number one team. So now you're playing a group winner. So now Germany's got a tougher schedule because now they got to go through, you know, a Spain or Portugal right off the bat. You know a Belgium right off the bat Potentially a Brazil right off the bat You know they're not going to get a nice Round of 16 easy win to get to the the, um, Elite 8 again Yeah No absolutely you're right Um, One thing I did want to talk about And just kind of feel your thoughts on this Do you think Landon Donovan deserves this backlash
4: He's getting from what he said uh, I miss the, uh, you know, I've I've seen rumblings of it. Can you give me a synopsis?
3: Yeah, yeah. So I I think it's a little misconstrued. I can see why some people are against it, but I I also see his point. And I don't see a problem with it, and I I kind of started leaning towards the. I don't have much of a problem with it after some of the commercials that I saw today, watching all the games since I didn't work. Um, But Landon Donovan said, to begin, my heart bleeds red, white, and blue, and no one should ever question my allegiance and support of U.S. soccer and its national teams. That being said, having grown up east of Los Angeles, playing with Mexican teammates whose passion for football inspired me at a very young age, as well as recently with Club León and the Liga MX down in Mexico, I always have a strong connection and respect for our neighbor. Since the USMNT sadly is not participating in the World Cup, I am supportive of our CONCACAF, Rivals and would like to see them do well. If others disagree, that is their prerogative. But similar to how the U.S. Soccer Federation, the Canadian Soccer Association, mm-hmm. and the Federacion Mexicana de Football joined together in the United bid to bring the World Cup in twenty six twenty twenty six North America, I believe in supporting each other and building bridges, not barriers. He got slammed for cheering for Mexico in the World Cup. I don't uh,
4: see anything in a bunch a of scrubs. That. Whoever, whoever, whoever slammed the dude doesn't. It... They they need to get off it because you know what we didn't cut the mustard to get there. Uh, what are we supposed to do other than sit idly and and, and uh and not do it? But you want, to, you want to see the teams that honestly you you want to see the teams that we can beat. Let's be honest, we 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 beat Mexico every once in a while. Um, you know we uh, you want to see your 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 neighbors do well, and that way when you when you do it, you know that you compete, especially against somebody that we compete against so often. Hell yeah, I think it's right, especially when it comes to his personal. Uh, his personal comeuppance as far as that goes with, you know, playing with uh, Mexican teammates and obviously being our neighbors to the South, you know, I, I can't, I can't get behind anybody that's hating on a guy uh, screw them.
3: And, and so it all stemmed because uh, Donovan who, ra- who was raised in Southern California speaks fluent Spanish has appeared in a series of television commercials and promotion promotional images as part of a campaign by Wells Fargo in which he says, vamos Mexico and holds a scarf that reads my other team is Mexico. Several former yeah. U.S. players, including Carlos Bocanegra, Kobe Jones, and current ESPN analysts Hercules Gomez and Taylor Twelman, were among those who criticized Donovan's support for Mexico
4: and urged fans not to support the U.S. team's primary rival. Nah, screw that. Yeah, it's it, it, that's different. Uh, you know, you know. Here's the thing: is national teams are national teams are national teams. That's cute and all, but you know what? Uh, our players play there; their players play here. Uh, that's why it's such a global sport. Um, and again, our team didn't make it. So, what are we supposed to cheer for?
3: Yeah, and and I I totally I totally agree with, with that aspect of support your neighbors. Um, obviously, you know, not trying to talk more hockey here, but you know, if the U.S. gets knocked out in the in the Olympics, I'm going to cheer for Canada. I want to see them win. They're our neighbors of the north, and they're a great hockey team, and they respect the hell out of the game. I want to support that what's wrong what is, does that make me a bad american no it's it's sports yeah. and it it blows my mind when I, there's commercials today during the belgium game and i loved it there I, I can't remember what it was for i think it was for lyft or something but it was two guys two belgian um gentlemen and they had belgium uniforms on and they're like we know the u.s isn't in the league so, why don't you cheer for Belgium? And they have their accent. And he's like, We have crazy techno music. And we like to, you know, and they're like trying to give you a reason to cheer for their team since you don't have a team in the tournament. It was like a car commercial or something. And I'm like, That's funny. funny. They yeah, should do you, that. You, because, yeah. you need, you know, we're, we're going to have no interest. That's why I said to you last week pick a team that you're going to root for since we don't have our home country. Who's going to invest you to get you to watch it? I dove into Belgium, I watched the whole Belgium game today, I'm jacked for the World Cup, and it made me watch the England game too when I had other things I had to do. I skipped that to watch that. It it got me invested in it because I have somebody to root for that I want to see win now because I picked the team.
4: What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing, and, and again, especially somebody who's so damn invested. I, I, here's the thing: is all the people that are hating, like obviously, you can say say what you want about the people who've actually played soccer, et cetera, et cetera. But how many of these uh, Joe schmoes on Twitter or whatever giving them crap are, uh, are, are you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll watch three matches all World Cup long. You know what I mean? It's you know, Deadspin. Deadspin uh,
3: posted an article. Uh, two, two Landon Donovan wins biggest asshole award and dumbest soccer fandom controversy.
4: Yeah. You, you know, that, that's I, stupid. That's, that's a, that's a take to get views. That's, that's where I'm at with a lot of it. Uh, I, I'm, I don't, I don't, again, I've, I've played my card and I'm good. Um, the last thing I'll say is Donovan
3: took down this tweet, but it was a picture of him with a you know with a scarf, a towel, like they wave. It says, "My other team is Mexico." Yeah. He said, "The tournament is here. U.S. fans, our team may not be in Russia, but our neighbors to the south are. So join me in their proud sponsor, at Wells Fargo, to cheer them, up, cheer on our other team, Mexico. Vamos, Mexico." Uh, deadspin said this the ad sucks all the ads that try to disguise the fact that they are ads suck however underlying the underlying settlement is fine root for mexico if you want if you don't want to that's fine too nobody should really give a bleep either way and then it says yet some decided to give a bleep and that's when boca tweeted really question mark um Taylor Twelman, I'd rather cut off my toe than root for Mexico, and I'm on the outside on this one, but how could I root for my own rival? Imagine any, um, I can't tell what, what that is, it might be Costa Rica flag players rooting for Argentina today. I can't imagine how uh, American outlaws would feel if I rooted for Mexico, but then again, I'm old school uh kyle martino said can't tell you how disappointing it is to have made personal and financial sacrifices to try and hold our federation accountable only to see former u.s players profit off the result of four governments by asking u.s fans to support our rivals in a tournament we failed to reach <laughs> and Kobe Col- jones posted a picture on uh instagram from a player from mexico looks like like they collided midair and it looks like he's punching Kobe Jones in the stomach and that's all he posted. <laughs> that's actually hmm. kind of funny. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of just blows my mind. Like, and then last thing, Hercules Gomez, who a lot of people are saying should be our, our say, our, our number one U.S. guy. This is incredible. Terrible take. Questioning one's loyalties to culture and our heritage because he questioned you for taking marketing dollars to root for your sporting rival. You can hate El Tri, or El Tree. This doesn't mean you have anything against Mexicans. So some people were saying that by by them. Talking smack to Landon Donovan that now these these soccer players are racist now too. So it's like this no, just got yeah, out of
4: hand. Yeah, that's ridiculous too. Like that's, yeah,
3: get it's, over it. It's it's one thing when when they say don't cheer for your rival. That's just a hate soccer thing, whatever. But then it gets I don't know. It just it blew my mind, and that was it was almost a spit take, laughable thing for me that people were dogging Donovan for. But I figured I actually I just wanted to actually bring it up and get your thought on it. But Yep. nope. Uh, come on doesn't, doesn't pass come on it's it's not like he's he's a lebron james fan jumping all over the u.s cheering for different teams every season it, that's he's not drake he's not drake <laughs> i cheer for my city but i go with lebron go <laughs> that's, that's why drake i do have this here um
0: uh
3: we we kind of we we BS about this in our group chat. I thought I have it saved on here. Maybe I don't. Dang it. I may might not actually have it. But um something that I thought was hilarious that I wanted to just just bring up here as we before we take our last break. Um let me let me pull this picture up. I'm 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 buying time here. I apologize. Those are nice shoes you have there. Um Where did that go? Where did that go? Here it is. The Los Angeles Lakers 2018-2019 season bandwagon form. This is tremendous. Um, (coughs) So for everybody at home that's ready to jump on the Lakers bandwagon, here you go. Uh, The application has name and then age slash potential nephew. Reason for departure of your current team, Jordan. Um, This this could be for you, Clipper fan. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) A- potential super team to stop warriors b hashtag la Braun. they jacked that i've been saying for a while uh c big baller brandon lonzo d i want to hop onto the bandwagon early before the lakers become a super team and e my favorite player is leaving my favorite team okay those are your reasons. Uh, your previous team you transfer from: A. Cleveland Cavaliers, B. Oklahoma City Thunder, C. San Antonio Spurs, or D. Which I think might be alluding to your Drake reference, the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: now, do you remember the history check questions? If I were to ask them for you, what
4: they what, what these are, what you would what you would have, Jordan? Um, I feel like one was like uh, it was like who's the who's the best Laker of all uh, Laker player of all time.
3: Well, let's let's play the game then, Jordan. Let's do it. Who is the Lakers' GOAT? A. Kobe Bryant. B. Magic Johnson. Or C.
0: Both. C. Both. Hell
3: yeah, baby! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, these are the most biased answers, people. So bear with us. Which team <laughs> only won one championship in the last thirty years? A. Celtics. Or
4: B, Celtics. <laughs> oh, I think that is uh, a Celtics. Yeah, ding!
3: Correct answer. <laughs> who is? The GOAT, the Tank Commander. And this one's already highlighted, which is hilarious. A, Byron Scott. B, Mike D'Antoni. C, answer A. <laughs> I, I, I think it's A.
4: <laughs> uh, yes, Byron
3: Scott is the correct answer. Which former Laker is a coward? A, Dwight Howard. B, Vladimir Radmanovich. Or C, Chris Mim.
4: Uh, I believe that would be Dwight Howard.
3: I uh, dude, we are correct. Jordan It's just murdering us. Sounds like you might be a Laker fan. I don't know if this bandwagon thing's for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one: Who is the Machine? A. Sasha Brizhich, B. Uh, <laughs> Kwame Brown, or C. Smush Parker? I wanted to
4: read the other two names before you said it. I know, I know, but but you know, I'm I'm slowly modeling my hair after the Machine himself. <laughs> um, I'll give myself I'll give myself my own nickname shortly after it's full uh, fully uh, fully Machine esque yes uh fully mechanized if you will but it's it's, it's Sasha Vujicic uh and if you ever want to get like really good um like Vujicic uh you know referencing in there I think online there's a great uh Van Gundy um uh Stan Van Gundy like murdering the name Vujicic like 17 times in a row uh it's pretty epic (laughs) Uh, we also had a, had a fun game on the Kobe Retirement Show,
3: where uh, I gave names or just one words and people to guess the names. And Jordan was the one who got machine right when I said machine, so that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and last one: Who is Laker Nation's arch nemesis? A. Jim Bus, B.
4: Chris Rock, or C. Jack Nicholson? Well, it's it's not Jack, obviously. Uh, you could you could say Chris Chris Rock. But uh, it's not. It's obviously Jim Buss because he doesn't know how to run a damn organization.
3: Yeah, I would, I would have also accepted a D, Mitch Kupchak for signing uh, as a last-ditch effort to save his job. But, by the way, not, not to rant, but...
4: Don't, don't, don't dog Mitch. Do, I refuse no. to let anybody be Smirch Mitch. Because if you think Mitch, Mitch was nothing but uh, a pawn in Jim's uh, unfortunate game. Right. That, that's that, fair. Do, I, yeah. No. Don't be smirch, Mitch. I,
3: I just—I'm so butthurt when it came out that Jim and Mitch, to save their job, wanted to grab two free agents before anybody else could get to them, and they chose Timothy Mozgov and Luol Deng. <laughs>
4: it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that God. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that was all. That was all, Jim.
3: We decided that. uh it would, be my, oh, it would be a great asset. That's my mixed option. Uh, lastly, fan <laughs> weight <making> history. <laughs> uh, well, Mitch, Mitch, your. Um, a. Magic Johnson Lakers. This circle all that applied. Uh, you don't have to do this, but this is something else. A. Magic Johnson Lakers. B. Michael Jordan Bowles. C. 2000 Lakers. D. Kobe and Powell Lakers. Three. Big Three Heat. F. Curry Warriors. G. Durant Warriors.
4: <laughs> Wait, uh, they you also. Said, say Circle those in what now?
3: Circle all that apply for your bandwagon history.
4: Oh, I, yeah, my, uh, my my bandwagon history. It would definitely be the uh, the Bulls. It would definitely be the Lakers. It would, it, and I got to be honest, I'm I'm low key on the on the Golden State bandwagon because they've put together an awesome thing, and I, I, I think it's fun to watch. So, uh, I but, don't uh, that
3: to you're not you're not tossing their jock around. You're seeing how great of a team they are. That's not bandwagoning.
4: Yeah, no, that's that's, I know, I know. But you you know, it's one of those things like, and obviously, you know, you and I can attest. There's something special about growing up in the Bulls era and turning on WGN on every given night and being able to watch them smoke whatever team in the East. Like that was special, man. That was cool. I found an old VHS tape a few
3: years ago when I when I got a VCR for a dollar at the Goodwill. It had. Two Chicago Bulls games on it. One was against the Washington Bullets because I wanted to see Bernard King, I think. And then the other was against the Philadelphia Sixers with uh with Charles
4: Barkley on it. Nice. <laughs>
3: right.
4: Were any of these um, games a uh an NBA on NBC? <laughs> oh dang. <laughs>
3: um, I will say my bandwagon history only would be one circle. I don't have one circle on there, Jordan. Magic Johnson yeah. Lakers. I never cheered for Jordan. I cheered against Jordan. Uh,
0: I really?
3: thought he was but i I let, my favorite player otherwise growing up that wasn't a Laker was Mark Price, and he would beat Mark Price every year in the playoffs
1: and I, I hated
3: hate Jordan
4: mean. That was that Georgia I,
3: Tech
4: oh. oh, that's right. you do love them the, the, the buzz yellow yellow jackets. <laughs> the yellow jackets man with the rambling wreck. <laughs> I thought, man, they
3: got Price, Elo, Doherty, Nance, Kerr, Hot Rod. They're gonna win this year. And then Jordan just hit that that jumper on uh, Craig Elo, and I was like, well, I don't think they're ever beating this team. <laughs> and then, and then would have had a chance. When Jordan left, they they started all kind of just dismembering the team, and that was it. Um, yep. No, but my, my bandwagon history, look, I guess if you want to call it a bandwagon, Magic Johnson and the Lakers. I've said it before. You know, born in 83, I was almost nine years old until we had an NBA team. Who else did you cheer
4: for? The team that used to be here. <laughs> Stuck with them since. That was the first game I uh, got to see, by the way, expansion year. Got to see the Oh, uh, Lakers. Uh, got to see the Lakers, yeah. yeah so, I mean, that, that's you know, where my fandom started for the Lakers.
3: Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong with that. My my mom was a Celtics fan, and it just because she really liked Larry. I don't blame was Ridiculous, you know. We said it ourselves. How underrated is that guy? He like he doesn't get put in any conversations, and it's like this dude beat Jordan like five years in a row or something, yeah. <laughs> and beat Madge. You know what I mean? Like
4: Andy beat Isaiah. You know, what I mean this dude doesn't get any credit, but um, Andy Andy smoked a three point competition, and it was like all the question is. Who's playing for second?
3: He hit like twenty nine to thirty, or he had twenty nine <laughs> points or whatever. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me, dude? And then he just like did sat. You did you think the he take the jacket off?
1: He did the jacket off. He's still wearing the big jacket. And then he just
3: he like didn't even walk by and like high five his teammates when they ran him. He just kind of went and sat back down.
4: No, that he was like all right. Uh, one. <laughs> I'll never forget like listening to Dan Patrick one time. Uh, he, one dude's got some of the best dry humor on the planet. Um, they uh, said something about – he they brought up like a possible trade for Kobe. And he was like, he, he said, he said, he said, uh, we got nowhere to put him. <laughs>
0: um,
4: also, also, uh, the uh, Dan Patrick hit him with a question. Was like, uh, w- you know, when? How long have you had the green light for? And he was like, I've had the green light since about third grade or something like that. <laughs> just to shoot. I was <laughs> just like, hey.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, so,
4: Great life about, since about third grade
3: <laughs> the, uh, the bottom of this says uh, Signature to agree to all moves made by Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka Even at the loss of our young core Also signature to abide to all coaching decisions held by Luke Walton And then lastly, how long do you plan on staying? Uh, answer A, forever one way or another That's it, they don't give you another answer You're jumping on. You're not leaving when LeBron leaves again. If he leaves, it doesn't work that way. Otherwise, you can be a scrub-ass like Jordan and go to the Clippers.
4: Hey, Clippers are tight, all right? I saw that Elton Brand card get opened. You like the Clippers, too.
3: (laughs) I was like, ah, Clippers. Elton Brand, all right? (laughs) (laughs) The worst was when I got juked and it was just a shoe. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what do we got? Oh, Shoo. <laughs> that reminds me. I got some cards in the auction house. I'm going to have to check after the show. Um, let's hit that last break. Got about a half hour left in the show. Let's come back. NBA free agency coming in strong. The draft
4: is on Thursday.
3: The, Jordan, the season starts on Thursday already.
4: I know. LeBron I, doesn't even have his paperwork done yet.
3: I know, they got until next Friday The 29th to get that squared away We're going to hit it with a break, we'll be right back Free agency, don't go away
1: Missing out on an awesome Uh show Sucks SeatGeek is an app that lets you track Your favorite artists And notifies you when they announce new shows Nearby You can even connect your favorite music services
3: So that you never miss out again SeatGeek
0: The smart way to buy tickets
3: fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah, we got you covered. Yeah, from WWE, yeah, New Japan, yeah, Ring of Honor, yeah, Impact, yeah, Lucha Underground, yeah, All Japan, and yeah, more. We're talking yeah, the highs and lows in pro yeah, wrestling. Heck, yeah, we're even giving you people yeah, from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah, talking the Bone Soldiers yeah, and Enzo Amoris. No, Sorry, no, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this.
0: is easy.
3: Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out, along with my co-host, Alex Mello, each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here, on the Strong Style View Network.
2: Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan
1: is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop.
0: Alexa, call Ashley.
3: Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, 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 he just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag. Like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, no. you gonna pull it out. JB, who's Alexa? Say it, say it, JB.
5: You Alexa? That's
0: right, I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here.
4: I thought you were gonna sing it. No, no, I just let that let let her do it, man. That's that's
0: damn, damn. (laughs)
3: That was a good music day. Little Bobby Caldwell, some Last Emperor, some Lauren Hill. I was I was into it. I was into it. Uh, The NBA draft is coming up, but the oh man, let me recover. The big talk. I'm gonna shoot shoot it down. I'm gonna shoot it this, down. You're gonna shoot this down. Yep. Kawhi Leonard wants out of San Antonio, so his destination is the Los Angeles Lakers. Shoot that down,
4: Jordan. Uh, it just won't happen unless you you have to get a third team involved. If you don't, if you don't, it's not gonna happen. There's no way you get LeBron, Kawhi, and uh, and, um, and PG. Uh, so you you're just take going to be, you're gonna be take Kawhi be and LeBron. Away, yeah. Well. And, even then, I don't think that's going to happen either. I mean, I, I would rather – I would if you're the Spurs, are you going to give your conference rival a, a potential super team? No. Um, I, I agree with that,
3: that light. Uh, but I think the problem is going to be is you're going to get your best value most likely from L.A. Because everybody saw the Paul George situation happen. And OKC took a shot, probably didn't work. He's most likely out. And then Oladipo and Sabonis turned into really good players. So they lost they, they, they lost that trade. Teams saw that, you know, in this day and age in the NBA with the way the players call their shots, they call them for a reason. Kawhi can walk after next season. So unless you're Boston who has... An entire firm of of Assets that, that you can afford To take a one year flyer on And see what happens with Kawhi I don't think it's out of the realm, of, realm of, of possibility If you If you're San Antonio And You know I call you up And I'm Rob Palenka And I'm willing to offer you Brandon Ingram a first round pick, and if you take Deng also with us to make to make the contracts match because they got to make a match, I'll also give you another first and Kyle Kuzma. So you you'd be taking Deng back would be off your books in two years, but you could always do something with them potentially. And I'm giving you two first Kuzma and Ingram.
4: You don't take that. Yeah, oh yeah, you'll take that. But do you want to do you as a Laker fan want to overpay like that? The, the I look at it as two trades. I'm tra- if I if
3: if if you tell me I get Kawhi for a first round pick and Brandon Ingram, I love it. I'm willing to give up an additional first in Kuzma if you're going to take Deng off our hands so we can put a big three together. I'm willing to part with Kuzma in a second first because that first not, isn't going to be a high pick anyway. But the fact of you know I look at it as what I rather have Kuzma or George or Chris Paul. I'd rather have George or Chris Paul.
4: Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I guess. I, I just, I just, I still don't see it happening. I don't, I just don't see it happening with him getting in our lap like that. If I, I'll tell you this too. If I think he ends up on the Lakers before the draft,
3: I think that boosts our chance even more of putting together a big three because I think once Kawhi once they figure out what happens with Kawhi, I think that's that could be the domino effect that starts making things happen. Cuz I mean if you're San Antonio, look, you could you can play it out and you can make them play and see what happens. I still think Cleveland, you know when Kyrie said, "Hey, I'm going to get surgery uh, if you don't trade me." Okay, great. You need to get surgery anyway. Anyway, he needed to do it anyway, missed the playoffs. And then they still got him for another year we saw what happened when they were at the mercy of their player they traded him to boston for what they thought was a good package at the time it was but if you if you look at that they traded kyrie irving for the number 8 pick is basically what they got crowder's gone isaiah thomas is gone you know that didn't work cleveland you know if i'm cleveland i would have just kept him and said Sorry, you, you sign what's called a contract. You're going to play, whether you like it or not. If you're going to go get a, your, your knee sculpted or whatever, great. You need to do it anyway. Like I said, OKC went with an offer right off or, or gave up a deal to get Indiana, and Indiana took that offer because they were smart. I just see the same thing in San Antonio. If you get a great
4: offer like that, why wouldn't you take it? No, I, I, I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree with it. I, I just I don't see that offer being made. I, I just can't imagine the, the powers that be pushing that as an option. I, think it's, I still think it's overpaying to make a big three happen where one's going to retire in two years, um, you know, and, and another one has questionable injury history. I, I, that, Who retires that, you know, in I, two years? LeBron. He ain't going to retire in two years. Three years tops, but even so, he's not going to stay with us for that long. We're not going to lock him up long term, and if we do, we're going to overpay for that.
3: I bet you he plays until at least four years. I I think he's going to stay in the NBA until his kid comes in the league. Yeah, and then they can be the first father and son to play with each other, against each other, or whatever. I just because I mean you got to figure he's 30, he's only thirty two.
4: Yeah, but he's he's played enough games to 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 await. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> very are you true. Kidding. Like, but you know
3: the one thing Olympics, I'll give him credit
4: for is playoff, he's
3: eight he's the only
4: dude that that drops a million and a half a year on his body. Oh, he's not the only dude. Kobe went out and got knee uh, the German knee drain fluid thing, and oh yeah, well,
3: I'm, but I'm talking about like personal physical trainer that he works out with twice a day type thing. Like, I'm not talking about all that extra stuff. Like, this dude, is a, he's a freak. We've never seen an athlete like this. Like, that's the one thing I can never dog him in. It, this dude is a – he's like Adrian Peterson freak. Like, remember, remember Peterson, like, five years in, he did that cover of Sports Illustrated, and he was just yoked?
4: Yep. I love the word yoked, by the way. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. When I think yolk, I just I just want some eggs benedict.
1: Benedict
4: Um,
3: I don't know It it sounds like Chris Paul is more worried About recruiting people to Houston than his own free agency So I don't know if Chris Paul Jumps as much but you know Woj Woj did another Show tonight and you know He said everything's 50-50 It sounds like what, what him and Chris Haynes said Is the Lakers will get LeBron if they bring in one other star if they don't bring in another star, they will not get LeBron because he won't come by himself. So it's fifty-fifty contingent on what else they do. That to me makes even so much more of a reason as to why they pull this trigger and grab Kawhi because you got to figure Kawhi is going to be going to be there for years. I mean, he's not old by any means;
4: he's young. No, yeah, but you know, I still think, uh, and in and, and granted, I, I I think he's a better player than. Uh, even though he hasn't necessarily won an MVP. Um, but uh, the, the, again, the injury and the mental aspect, you know what I mean? I, right now I kind of look at a lot to like Derrick Rose.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that to me is more Kyrie than Ka- Kawhi. Kawhi. Kawhi's injury is he, he got knee in the back of his calf or whatever. He wanted to rest, and then the, you know, that Popovich camp Kind of was like, hey, what are you doing? We to play through it. I kind of think half of it was just, I'm injured. Sorry, I'm not playing, and it's yeah. just because he didn't want to. There, there was talks that came out because everybody knows that Kawhi, you know, it's I think it's his uncle and you know his camp that that his his advisors you could call them, and he's very loyal and does everything with them and what they do. San Antonio wanted to get a one-on-one with Popovich and Kawhi, which a lot of people you know, obviously it's, oh yeah, they they need to hash it out, but they were very adamant about all those extra people staying away from this meeting. And to me, it's like, why are you trying to get Kawhi away from his his comfort and and his group that he trusts? You're just, you're making it worse. And then after that came out, that's when this breaking news hit. And I think
4: this is one of those things where Kawhi said, you know what, why do I want to mend this relationship? You know, like I said, I I get that, but at the same time, obviously he missed four of the final five uh, playoff games. Uh, he missed the entire preseason, uh, you know, and then uh, October he didn't get in there. Like it, it's November he didn't get in there. December. Really played like get ten in. games, I think. Yeah, I, and that's my point. Like, I mean, I don't, you know, there's the the footage of him, you know, limping up to the plane. I I I just. If it's the and you know he needs a second opinion and he said they got mad because he went to get a second opinion. I don't know. I I am I question I question the the physical ability right now because it's still questionable. I question the mental capability right now because if the pressure is on, and he can or can't perform, you know what I mean. Is he gonna? Is he going to to shell up and, and sit on the bench? You know, uh, hurt, or or is he gonna is he gonna you know pop an Achilles, knock two free throws, and walk his ass to the bench? You know what I mean? Like, I, that, nobody. That's did what that. I want to know. Oh,
3: wait, Kobe did. it. Kobe did it. <laughs> you know, and it's I I feel like it's one of those things too. If if this goes through, Kawhi's gonna have that Kyrie, I'm gonna prove to everybody mentality. Like Kyrie had to start the season when he was playing tremendous. Good. Um, Good. You know, I, I hope is, you know, but once again, something that I've been saying for weeks that now people are starting to come around and not think I'm crazy. There's a lot of talks. Danny Ainge is willing to take one of those first round picks, throw it on Kyrie Irving and say, look, I'll give you him for quiet straight up. It's, it's, it's sounding even more and more
4: it with the and fact you know that Kyrie- the Spurs, you think so?
3: Why, why the Spurs?
4: The, because because you then you'll have you'll have Aldridge, who looks fantastic, especially the second half of that season. Yeah. Uh, you'll you'll have uh, you'll have somebody who would honestly benefit from a legendary coach because he hasn't had it yet. Uh, and then in uh, and and to be honest, they would they would be perfectly fine with those two manning the helm. you know, you get a reduced role in the uh, in the elder statesman of San Antonio. Um, they clean up a little bit, uh, you know. Get some role players in there. They'd be more than adequate. I mean, hell, the team was reasonable this year, um, and and they don't have half the youth. I mean, they did it with the uh, the the senior citizens brigade and still made the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, De- 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 Deontay Murray was was
3: great at the point. By the way,
4: I, I think he didn't get enough credit this year. Um,
3: you know, and and I think the one advantage of the Kyrie kawai trade is I don't think it really hurts the salary cap because I think the the contracts match pretty well. So, not money coming in, but not money going out. So I mean, with that, I don't know how much how much they can do to to add players. you know, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Boston's got get this load. So Boston's got the twenty seventh pick on Thursday. 2019 they have their first they have either the Sacramento or Philadelphia first round pick whichever one is the better pick so if Sacramento gets the number two pick next year if Memphis's first round pick falls outside of the top nine they get that if the Clippers falls out of the top 15 they get that as well next year Mm -hmm. Um, 2020 they have their first Uh, the Clippers pick stays at 15 Uh, the Memphis goes to 7 if Memphis is inside the top seven, then the following year, they just get the pick. Um, the Clipper pick turns into a, a second rounder in 2020. So potentially next year, if all things aside, Boston has four first rounders they can play with.
4: That's gross. Uh, like, you want <laughs> to talk about a potential GM of the year candidate. I mean, that's just...
3: It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I said, he Danny Ainge might be the only guy, other than Rob Palenka as well, and probably Daryl Morey in Houston that would not, or that would,
4: yeah, that wouldn't
3: leave their situation they're in now for that open Philly spot.
4: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, like, there's no reason to if you're if you're already in a winning organization, if you're already in a um... – Hey, I, 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 I said it before. I think I think Masai Ujiri
3: would up Toronto for that position, and they were the one seed. Um, I, I and I understand. Yes, it's not the greatest organization once the playoffs hit, but I mean, it, it is what it is. You were the number one seed. Um, I think I think Bob, uh, Bob Myers out in Portland who's put together a good team would jump. I think Sam Presti OKC would jump, and those guys have done wonders with their franchises. Well,
4: one's a sinking ship as far as that goes. Like o- Oklahoma is a sinking ship. Yeah, that's. And
3: that's the only reason they, they haven't been is because they draft well. That's the only thing that saves them. Otherwise they're just a fart in a bathtub. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh Tugboats? That's all that's the I was looking for. <laughs> I was thinking of the the DJ uh what's his name? Swiss Beats. Tugboats
0: in town around, mother sucker.
3: By the way, uh, mother sucker, I don't know if you saw this, Wednesday, at 9.30, House of Comedy, Michael Blackson's going to be there.
4: That's pretty tight. I I think I'm going after work. Nice. I think I got to do it. <laughs> Sunday, I'll be um, at the uh, Dua Lipa concert at the Armory. Shout out to that. At the who concert? Dua Lipa.
3: What, the, what is tight. it?
4: Dua I thought you said Wiz Khalifa at first. <laughs> I'd I'd get a contact just thinking about that.
3: (laughs) Um, So, Woj, you know, breaking down the Woj stuff here, uh, San Antonio's Kawhi Leonard has Los Angeles preferring the Lakers as the center of his preference for a trade destination. So far, Leonard has expressed nothing directly to the Spurs about future. Lakers and Clippers are interested in Kawhi. Both teams would move quickly to assemble packages to acquire. Spurs won't rush. Uh... (laughs) Leonard and his camp had shown interest in the 219 Supermax deal. San Antonio says no. If Kawhi Leonard does become available in trade talks, the Boston Celtics will be interested in a deal in probing the Spurs about a deal. League sources tell ESPN. Um, Indiana had little interest in Paul George's trade with the Lakers and that'll be the case for the Spurs too. As you said, Boston gives the Spurs uh, Boston gives Spurs best building blocks of assets. (laughs) One of the young forwards, likely Jalen Brown, its own 18 and 19 protected Kings pick, et cetera. Uh, Lonzo to Spurs, which a lot of people have said to me, uh, Wode said, don't hold your breath. I don't think that happens. I don't see why that would happen. Greg Popovich would not be able to handle that big baller brand sideshow just the way that Magic and Polinka do. Um, Popovich, he loses Gordon with that.
4: Yeah, I I don't see that... uh... That running away with it either,
3: and and to be fair, you know your big assets. If you look at it, the big the big assets that the Lakers want are all small forwards. That's the only reason I'm willing to trade Ingram and Kuzma is because I'm moving small forwards um, to a small forwards. I'm not moving my starting point guard when <laughs> you you've now. I mean, unless let's say okay, so say we take Lonzo and we put him with Kuzma in a first to the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. You know, that means you're either having Braden Ingram or you're having LeBron James run your point now. Um, unless, you know, I mean, obviously, unless they opt to try to get Chris Paul instead of Paul George, you know, you run Kawhi at the two, Chris Paul at the one, LeBron at the three. Okay, I get that. But, well, no, you put LeBron probably at the four because – you'd still have so it's, it's a good situation. It's a good tough situation to be in for once. You know, these last few years as a Lakers fan has been so tough and, you know, this, this off season with, with us being at the center of the, you know, the helm of all the controversy and, and, and all the rumors it's almost like, a, you know, a nice light at the tunnel for the, for the hardship that the team went through. Because I understand people are like, well, you got 16 rings, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I understand we do. But, you know, tell a Patriots fan to have five losing seasons in a row and tell me what they would think or four losing seasons in a row, how they would feel. You're not used to it. So you don't react that well. And that's the hard part. That's why it is so frustrating as a Lakers fan to have four straight losing seasons. I don't care about all the, all the, the titles. You know, you're not used to losing. And I think the, the, the great thing about having all this light at the end of the tunnel is even if the Lakers don't get anybody, there's nothing wrong with that for once. It's not, let's put the basket, and if we don't get them cracked, screwed. It's, well, we're still running out Kuzma, Randall, Lonzo. You know, we can bring back Isaiah Thomas on a one-year deal. We can bring KCP back. The team wasn't bad. If Lonzo's healthy all year... Ingham doesn't miss any time. Kuzma doesn't miss any time. They have a full season with Isaiah Thomas. That team could win 45 games. They could win eight more games than they won. You know, and, and that's just, that's the, the advantage of it, I think.
4: Yeah. I, you know, it's uh, it's sweet to, to look like a funnel cake. <laughs> you know, it's,
3: I know it's not the full thing, but, you know, for the first time in a few years, we can kind of have our cake and eat it, too. Because we're not screwed if we don't hit on these, this, this regime. I mean, they, did you see the thing they asked Kobe Bryant, some sports, I think it was asked Kobe Bryant, if he would sit in on any of these free agency meetings,
4: he probably said, no,
3: he said, um, I think, I think, uh, I actually had the, the quote right here, but I might've accidentally erased it. Shoot. Um, he basically said, no, I have no reason to do it. I'm not part of the organization. Why you know why would I do it? He's like, "If the Lakers called me and asked me to talk to one of these guys and tell them about the Lakers, of course, I would do that. He's like, but why do I why would I need to do that when I'm not part of the team? Magic Johnson and Rob Planck are the two best people to have doing this. I've worked with Rob for years, and I know magic. I don't think there's two better guys that can do this. And I think that's hundred percent truth. Magic Johnson has proven
4: go ahead also I mean, is it is it a is it a just a matter of when rather than an if uh, when Kobe becomes part of that organization. Let me, let's be honest he, he
3: I don't think he does. I don't think he has, he has any reason to look at how much he's doing with his own Kobe brand. I mean, he's expanding yeah, but, to all, all these countries. I just, I don't, it's just, you know, Shaq won three titles here and he does nothing with this team.
4: I understand Kobe was here 20 years, but yeah, but he, he also, he's already, he's already pushing the broadcast thing with his own and, and his own, uh, you know, vignettes with the whole spotlight treatment that he's doing. Um, I, I, you know, as far as, you know, the playoff and the analyzing of it.
3: Oh, the detail on the ESPN
4: plus. Yeah, absolutely.
3: And you know what? I'll be the first to say, I would love it if he would, but I just, I don't, I don't, I just don't think that's Kobe. Just doesn't seem like Kobe to me.
4: I don't know. I think, I think Kobe could, could don a suit, wear a clipboard and, uh, and get the triangle offense back in there.
3: Oh, man. I, I'll tell you, I will tell you this. I, I can If I have to make one like prediction that I would be confident of never happening or of coming true is Kobe Bryant will never coach. I don't think he'll ever be a coach in the NBA.
5: <laughs>
3: that's just not him. I mean, we've <laughs> seen enough Kobe to know that that's not Kobe. Kobe doesn't do that. Kobe's going to tell you to get the hell out of the way if you're not going to do anything. Colby's going to take the suit off and try to put on uh, LeBron James Jr.'s outfit and act like he's him and get on the court at
4: he's gonna, 55 He's going to be like Roger Dorn in uh, Major League 2. <laughs> I
3: activated Today, myself. I activated myself. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or boy excuse me, bleep. Whatever, we're late night. I don't care. <laughs> but I need to go in there and take one. Dorn! Then he
4: gets in there and he gets hit and he goes,
0: Oh, God!
3: And he falls over.
0: <laughs>
4: and then they try to pinch run him, and he's like, no. And they're both like doing simultaneously like, swipes his eyes. Swipes the, eyes.
3: Uh,
4: Daniel Bryan, no, where he's waving his arms across his
3: chest like he's cutting something. No! 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 <laughs> you know, I'll carry what it says. Major League Two, I think, is one of the best movies ever. Oh, God. Maybe
4: as far as like sequels go, like, that's a solid sequel.
3: I think it's better than the original. I think I think Major League Two is one of the most cool
4: mm. I've ever seen in my entire life. Man, Major yeah, League One, I, yeah. The, but it, without Major League One, Major League Two wouldn't be as good. You know what I mean? Part. the in Major League One, like the story was good, the
3: drama was good at the end of it. Uh, there was an actual like more drama feeling with with Tom Berenger you know, and his outside and all that. Yeah, it was the comp, but it was, it was, you know, time it was a little more serious. Now and it's not a bad thing. You know, it was rated. R, I think it was rated R instead of PG 13 too. But, um, the second movie is up. Like if I had to think about it, I think rush hour Two, net, uh, Friday and next Friday, semi pro dumb and dumber. And major league two are the most quotable movies Ever made for like, yeah. movies like like, I mean oh, oh I can't forget the movie that we've bonded over for twenty years or whatever. White man can't jump. White like. man can't jump. <laughs> but it, that's, Major League was in that era of movies too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, it's just so quotable. When when oh, Willie Mays Hayes, it. shots in the opener against the uh, the White Sox and he parks it. And it gets to the warning track, and they're like, "Oh, we'll get him next time." The dude from National Lampoon's, and then after it happens the third time, the the dude throws the ball at, at the dude Bill from National Lamp- <laughs> Man <laughs> And <Anybody laughs> over
4: the 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 Chief Wahoo's teeth. Yeah, man. You know, oh, I- uh, yeah, it's so crazy. I uh, I the movie, but like I think about the the coolness of the first one though, like when uh, you know they they kick out uh you know Willie may's Hayes, cuz they, they, he does he's not invited then fucking or he uh he runs uh he runs <laughs> through the parking lot like and then beats everybody in a 40 time or whatever it is like had uh, him sleep outside
0: know, and he's yeah, in
3: like
4: I, yeah in the bunk uh and then like uh i look at like the uh the whole bit of uh of bond getting cut He's like i like that you know you I like that intensity. I didn't cut you. <laughs> you know, like like, like playing a prank on you. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> Macho Man. We, uh,
3: <laughs> it might be a hard thing. What do you mean a hard,
4: hard thing? <laughs> he
3: has a heart attack. <laughs>
4: That's the second one again. I know you love the second one. I, I still got to give credit to the first. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Right. Uh, you know, the, the uh, snake business, the voodoo getting involved. Like, I mean, you know, Joe Boo. He's in Joe Boo.
3: And then all of a sudden he gets like cramps and stuff. Oh! Yeah, you know, I mean, it?
4: oh. And
3: then he, so he rests his insurance.
4: So good. Love it. <laughs> Love
3: it. Uh, I guess I should probably play this. I think this is the right clip, but after our just conversation here.
4: This
0: presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable <laughs> to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is
3: advised. <laughs> After we have completely gone off any of our uh, morals on these shows.
4: <laughs> yeah, so- sorry for the F-bomb there. Whoops. Uh... It is what it is. Like I
3: said, what I did out that late night,
4: whatever. Oh, no, but uh, I-, I forgot where we were at now because of how fun that movie is. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's got to be a thing. Kobe thing. It was the Kobe thing because we got on the door, and but um, you know he,
3: he, it's Magic Johnson is the the ultimate entrepreneur, which is still ultimately why I think LeBron comes is because what's left for LeBron he's gotten he's got three titles, MVPs. You know he's he's in contention to be the greatest player of all time. The only thing left now is to go and build your brand. The best place to do it is in Los Angeles in the biggest market in the world. And also under the biggest entrepreneur there is in Magic Johnson who can lead you to the promised land as it is. And then they got a guy named Rob Palenka who is Kobe's agent who has changed the game as a GM so much in two years with what he's done with this team. No, excuse me, one year in what he's done with this team that now other teams like the 76ers are already going to bite that style and may hire an agent to be their GM. Lakers are doing it right, man. They're doing it right, and you know why they're doing it right is because your girl Jeannie's doing it. And I see you, Genie, on that Twitter picture with naked with the basketballs. I'm yeah. with it.
4: That's all right. <laughs> you did say don't don't doubt them. So something big could happen. That, I guess that's the other the, the speculatory aspect. But maybe we talk more of that next week when we get the draft on. Um. Obviously, next week we we will have the draft here. Lakers,
3: they have the Lakers rumored to get um, uh, Sinzo, uh, Sinzo, what's his name? The cat DiVincenzo. from, yeah, DiVincenzo. Sinzo. What do you what do you think about that dude? Uh,
4: honestly, this might be the first year outside of the tournament I did not watch a lot of college basketball. So I'm not even gonna lie. I'm waiting for oh. uh, for Bagley to come out, and that's that's the only thing I'm looking for. Shout-out to uh, uh,
3: Mikhail Bridges, who said, uh, whether it's 1 or 60, I'm blessed that I'm actually going to be in the NBA draft. And Isaiah Thomas tweeted, you won't be saying that shit if you're 60. <laughs> That's a fit take. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Uh, this just came out a couple hours ago from Cigar Trica. Our cigar tweak. I posted this from Woj. LeBron James's decision won't be quickly and will likely stretch into July. Implication here is that it, it can't be an opt-in and trade, as the player option deadline is June 29th. Keep an eye on what he decides to do at the end of the month, a week from this coming Friday. So next hmm. Friday could be interesting if he doesn't opt out. Maybe it is a sign and trade scenario. Which really has me thinking Then that that means we're not getting him and Daryl Morey's getting him in Houston.
0: Hmm.
3: I think I think that's the best way to look at this. If he opts out, I think he's a Laker or a Sixer. But if he doesn't opt out, that means he's going somewhere that's doing a sign-and-trade because he wants to go to a team. That, to me, means he wants to go play with Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah. So, next Friday could be a little bit of foreshadowing. I may be a little butthurt if he doesn't opt out. If we don't see LeBron opt out by the 29th, uh-oh, might be happening. Yeah. That scares me. That scares me. I didn't even think of that until right now.
0: Ugh.
3: Um Also, guys, next week we'll be back at our normal normal Tuesday night. Uh, Alex was in travel transit today, so WrestleCast will be tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time instead of the normal 6 p.m. on the Monday. Uh, We'll be dropping that for you. Uh, Also, we're we're in talks, but should be happening Saturday, June 30th, 11 p.m. Central Time. Central Standard Time. We will be live with you. I'm not sure who's going to be on yet. I know it'll be me and a contingent of whoever else wants to, but we're going two hours, 11 to 1 a.m., we're going to cover the hour before and the, the first hour into free agency, like we usually do. Um, I've talked to a couple people that I believe may jump on. Obviously, Jordan, uh, I would I would hope if you could, you'd be on as well with us. But I know you have things that may stop you from doing it. But the the definite or two of us with, with a slew of other people. So we're going to work on that. We're going to get some callers, some guests. Uh, it's going to be a fun little show, kind of like a draft NBA NFL show. Because this this free agency is going to be wild. I can't wait. Um, I cannot wait to just talk free agency with a, a group of people like we do every week. So, Jordan, keep that in the back of your mind next Saturday. Maybe uh, rocking that show. On it. <laughs> Say, Jordan giving me his uh, his best
4: uh,
3: Elijah McNeil impersonation, if you don't know. You got to do, like <laughs> do like a hey. read. You got to do
4: like a read, but... I yeah, Elijah. I that... yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm like uh, Bruce Willis in The Fifth Element when Ruby Rod Rods <laughs> giving that interview.
3: He oh, needs some
4: milk.
3: Okay. <laughs> what a goodie. I just saw that we've heard in a while. <laughs> um, we'll we'll send you off tonight with a little Star Spangled Banner for Landon Donovan. We'll catch you tomorrow on on Russell Cast. <laughs>
0: Have a good one, y'all. All right, Kelly. Get him. So, Take us out, off, shall we? Oh, can you see by the long, early light What's so proudly we have by the twilight